guys, welcome back to Just Being Honest Podcast. I'm Juliet. And I'm Sammy. And today we are sharing our testimonies and having some guests on to read theirs as well. Not read theirs, share theirs as well. Um, but yeah, let's get in right into this episode. Yeah. Okay, guys. So our first guest is Jess, and we're super happy to have her on. So I'm going to hand it over to her. Hi, guys. I am so happy and excited to be here. Uh, I was going to tell you guys a couple facts about me. Um, my name is Jess, and I'm 16. I have been homeschooled my whole entire life. Uh, I only have one younger brother. I have a YouTube channel called Just Jess that I really love running. I love editing and filming, coming up with the ideas. And then I also love reading and writing letters. Nice. Also, make sure to go subscribe to her yes. channel. We'll put the link <laughs> in our description. Um, so she is here to share her testimony, obviously, since that is the title. The title of the episode. Um, so I guess you can just get right on in. All right. Well, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, I grew up traveling around in an RV for my dad's job, which is what led to the homeschooling because I was never in one place long enough to go to a public school. And it was just laid on my mom's, my parents' hearts to homeschool us. Um, our parents taught us scripture every week, had us memorize the Ten Commandments. So we were definitely into the Bible as little kids. And thankfully, our parents were dedicated to teaching us about Jesus. And when I was seven years old, we finally settled down where we are now. And we started going to our home church and Sunday school and everything. And of course, as a child, I was, you know, immature and my faith wasn't my own yet. I was kind of, you know, as a child does, following what their parents do faith-wise and following Jesus. And I was an immature child. I didn't make the best decisions and I was very selfish. And um, thankfully, uh, because of my parents' influence growing in Jesus over those years was leading me closer and closer to the truth. And one year at VBS, my... Sunday school teacher, or I guess my VBS class teacher, passed around these little note cards that asked if we were, I think, either baptized or saved. I don't remember which it said, but I checked yes. And I was that kid on Sunday morning that would pray the sinner's prayer every week because I didn't know how it worked. So, of course, you know, I thought it was saved, but every week when the prayer came around, I'd be like, okay, just in case I'm going to pray it again. And, of course, <laughs> that's not how it works. But I checked yes on the little card. Thankfully, um, my teacher was a good friend of my mom's. And I don't know what led her to ask this, but she reached out to my mom and asked, or she told her that I had checked yes on the card. And in case my mom didn't know that yet and so my mom came to my room that night and said okay so miss jenna told me that you checked yes on your card and i just wanted to you know come talk to you and see that this is is this actually true and i was like um because <laughs> of course i was that i was a child confused at that point you know praying the prayer every week so i kind of explained where i was at you know as well as a seven-year-old could and my mom asked me and kind of walked me through is this a decision you would like to make? Do you want to dedicate your life to Christ, you know, seriously for real this time and start your own relationship with him? And um, luckily she explained it very well. I was able to understand and completely grasp that, yes, I do want this to be my own relationship with Christ. And so that night 
I prayed that prayer for the last time. And um, I know a lot of people say, I accept Jesus into my heart, but really he's the one accepting us into his family. So that night is when, you know, Jesus accepted me as his child and I became, you know, a part of his family. And from then on, of course, as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, still an immature person, but growing closer with, with Christ, you know, as my father and friend. And he's just been teaching me so much since then. I was baptized when I was I believed in and gave my testimony to my church as a proclamation of my faith. And ever since then, uh, 2021 was a huge growing year for me. He showed me a lot that I did not know before. And so um, even though I'm summing up my testimony here, I'm sure in 10 years, my testimony will have grown because just how much I know God will have taught me by then. But that is when I got saved. And it's just been such a cool journey. Uh, learning to put my trust in God every day. And he's just been teaching me so many lessons, um, some of which I thankfully get to share on my YouTube channel. Um, I really just enjoy telling others what what God has done in my life and done to me, (laughs) how much he's changed me from who I was before, thankfully. But yeah, that's my testimony. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's really awesome to see how like your parents can be so like influential on your life and your decisions in your faith and like you were saying like immature seven-year-old your faith isn't really your own yet and you're kind of just following what your parents faith is which is not how you're saved at all because you're two Mm -hmm. or three different people like I think that that's like a big thing in elementary, like middle school too, I think is a big thing in our, like it's just a church that kids think like, oh, since my parents are Christians, I'm totally good. And like, I remember, like, I knew that wasn't how it worked, but I wasn't, it wasn't until I was 11 that I was saved. So I remember just thinking like, oh, like, I don't know, somehow I'll be good. Like, I don't know. I don't even think I thought about it. I think I just kind of ignored it. Mm -hmm. And my brother got saved before me, and he was, like, eight. And I think that kind of also helped me think, kind of, about that. Yeah. It was kind of, like, the same for me. I got baptized pretty recently, a couple months ago, actually. Um, And my brother was saved before me. So, it kind of, it also made me kind of, like, think more about what I was, like, when I was in church, what I was learning about and actually applying that to my life because sometimes I would like listen and talk and then I would just take nothing away from it at all and we're gonna get more into that later but yeah yeah is there anything else that you need to say Jess um I think maybe some encouragement for younger Christians even when it seems like maybe something not worth your time or looking into, or you're not feeling like putting in the dedication, it really is worth it. Like it it has eternal worth. And then also um, being on this earth, that is not our eternal home, getting to know the father in this setting. And just, it's kind of crazy when you think about it, that this earth is the closest to hell that we will get as Christians. Like it, it only gets better from here. So I feel like having a relationship with Jesus is just so fruitful, such a blessing. Getting to serve him is just an honor. And I think that would be my encouragement to younger Christians. Yeah. 
thank you so much yeah, for you. coming on. Um, yeah. Bye. All right, guys, so we are here with our second guest, and I'm just going to hand it right over to her. We've had her on the podcast twice before, I think, and I guess for those who haven't listened to those episodes, go ahead and say your name and age and a couple fun facts about yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm Lily. I'm Juliet's cousin. Um, I am 14. I'll be 15 in September, and I'm about to go into 10th grade. Um, fun facts about me. I'm a pretty, like, basic person. I think, like, like, the most interesting thing is I'm now a manager of a band. Like, there are people underneath me at this point, so. (laughs) And I work at Dairy Queen, so that's so much fun. Yeah. So... I guess you can just get right on with your testimony and we'll talk okay, about that. So okay, so I think to preface this, I would like to say that I've grown up in the church my entire life. And, like, my dad was, like, a deacon and then now an elder basically my entire life. And my mom now works on staff at my church. So, like, I've grown up in the church. <laughs> um, So I had always been, like katie was like into the church but it took until i turned 13 to like finally decide that like it was what i needed to do and like get baptized so it was literally my 13th birthday when me and juliet's great grandma died and i did an awful job of like i internalized all my sadness and it ended up turning into fear which was totally god working because I was, like, constantly having, like, anxiety over, like, thinking that Jesus was coming back. Every, like, I would hear something and be that's what I thought it was. And I was like, well, I'm not baptized, so, like, I'm going to go to hell. And I was like, well, this is kind of a problem. So then that Wednesday after my 13th birthday was, like, the memorial service. And it was, like, a pretty emotional day because it's your memorial service for your dead (laughs) great-grandma. And I came home, and I basically had a panic attack (laughs) over this. So then me and my mom sat down and talked for a while. And we kind of came to the decision that, like, it was time, and I was ready, and I was ready to get baptized. So then the next day, I got baptized, and a lot of it, like, that's pretty much the baptism part of the testimony I think a lot of my testimony comes after the fact rather than like I was a bad in quotation marks bad kid and then like I gave my life over um so the anxiety calmed down for a while and then I had oral surgery January of last year and I got super anxious about that which then kind of triggered that old anxiety to come back again so I was then like even though I was baptized and like knew I was going to go to heaven I was struggling a lot with that and that was a really hard time because I was like well why am I afraid of this and it got to the point where I almost went to counseling because it was like affecting all of me um so It continued until March of this year, so it was a full, like, year 
of that and then all of a sudden kind of went away which was crazy because it was like that's what I've been praying for for so long which really showed me that like God's listening and even if in the moment it doesn't seem like it's gonna get better it does it does and that's it basically which was really quick but that's all (laughs) that's all I have yeah yeah um I guess we can ask you some questions now Mm -hmm. if you were okay with that yes yeah so you said that you were raised in the church and I know me and Juliet talked about this like we're going we're going to talk about this in our segment y'all haven't heard it yet but do you think you kind of like took like took for granted that you were surrounded by so many Christian influences whenever you were younger I definitely think so and I feel like I also like can sometimes do that today too just like with having the bible on hand and stuff and like taking advantage of that I was I never thought that like just because I was like a good Christian girl that that was gonna get me into heaven but I think I prolonged the decision to be baptized longer than I could have because I was like well I'm good I'm not doing anything wrong and I knew I was doing stuff wrong but I was like there's no reason for me to get baptized now it's fine and I feel like I talked about again you guys haven't heard it yet but I talked about in my testimony how a lot of it was like more mental than it was like oh yeah I'm doing this wrong and this wrong it was more of like anxiety and stuff and I was saying like when like it really started when our Nana died because yeah. that got me, like, thinking. And I didn't really, like, internalize my sadness. I was yeah. very, like, very emotional for a long, 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 long time. And, of course, I still miss her. But I feel like I did kind of, like, like you said, I kind of prolonged yeah. when I could have. And a lot of it was just, like, anxiety-related. So I guess, like, one of the questions I have for you is, like, where are you now with, like, just life in general like how have things been going Um, with your relationship with god pretty good i um recently i went to like i had ciy which is the church convention that my church our church goes to and then camp so i had two weeks of like diving into the lord and that was so good and beneficial because it was like well i have to do this so it like built a really good um habit of getting into the word um and it's been really good I mean I obviously struggle with like making sure I'm reading the bible and everything like that but I do feel like closer than I ever have which is that's good that's where I'm aiming to be yeah yeah Yeah. do you have any advice you would give to young Christians or just Christians in general but Yes. And I think it also ties in to like what I was saying about like the anxiety part. So I think there's like, it's two parts. There's two parts. First, God isn't putting your op- the obstacles that you face in your life. He isn't doing that, but he's going to use them to bring you and others closer to him. Because if you like didn't have a testimony and didn't have anything that you could like talk about then others wouldn't really listen to you. 
And I know whenever I was struggling, my mom had actually used that. And she she used Sadie Robertson as an example. She was like, Lily, think of Sadie Robertson. Does she have her own struggles with anxiety and stuff? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, well, yeah. And look how many people are following Christ because of her. And then two, um, at the convention I went to, there was this one girl and she was talking about um, people's different like rescue stories. And it was... We were taught the whole week. The big thing about this convention is kingdom work and doing things for the Lord. And she said, the best way to start kingdom work is to remember your rescue story and like think of your testimony and tie what you can do back to that. And I think that was really important too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, think that's really good, honestly. Advice, mm-hmm. I would say. Like, it's yeah. tough. I think. Sometimes, like, we wonder, like, oh, my goodness, why do we have these hard things, God? Like, yeah. why did you put yeah. this here? Like, why can't it just all be a nice little, like... And it's like, well, because they sin in the world. <laughs> that's Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why. I think that's a really important thing to remember, that sometimes even I forget that, like, bad things in life aren't coming from God. God isn't making... He's allowing them to happen, but he's not making them happen. He's not creating, like... Yeah cancer and being like like putting it upon people yeah Yeah. like it's a he knows it's gonna happen but it's part of his plan Mm -hmm. and he can use it because god can Mm -hmm. use anything so yeah and i also think that was hard when i was dealing with it because i it's hard because like everyone always says oh pray and it will get better or like give it to god and it's gonna get better but like at the same time that's not what the Bible says. And there's never a point where like Jesus was like, no, you can't go seek help. You can't go get medication if it's really that bad. So I had to like find a balance where I was like, okay, but just praying isn't doing and like praying is going to help, but it's not going to cure everything. Right. I think, yeah, I think we have a habit of like saying, Oh God, like please help this to happen. And we just pray and we don't do anything like to help yeah obviously like the holy spirit and like god can do it but he also doesn't want us just laying on our couches like please god get me like i'm just using this as an example please god get me a job and then you lay on your couch all day like you also need to go the mile and try to find a job so that's just kind of yeah so also i had this question too do you think that like how do you feel kind of like about do you think do you think that god used like your i hate to say this like your nana's death to help bring you closer to him like you know to start a relationship with him yeah for sure definitely um yeah like i had said i mean i don't think i really would have taken the step to actually like decide that it would like I needed to accept Jesus and get baptized except for that I think it would have probably been a while I knew at that point that like it was the right decision to make but there was like nothing that was making me decide to do it there I there was no I wasn't in a rush basically Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like I didn't mention this in mine but I don't think I did but a lot of mine was just like what you said, like fearing that Jesus was going to come back 
and I would hear something loud outside, and I would be like, yeah. oh no. Like, exactly. And just, yeah. like, in general, like, fearing death. Like, well, I'm not a Christian, so I'm not gonna go to heaven. Like, yeah. 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 And I think it's, like, yeah, to talk, like, jump on what Lily said, I think it's, like, the toughest things in our lives that bring us closer to God. That's why I was, like, struggling to say it, because I was, like, I don't want to say this, but, like, it's true, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lily, for coming yeah. on, hearing your testimony. Thank you um, for somewhat inviting me, somewhat forcing me. No. <laughs> we did not force her on here, people. For signing me up. <laughs> welcome you're welcome you share so we hope you guys are encouraged by all these people coming on and sharing our testimonies because in the next segment we're sharing ours so yeah they're a bit longer but it's it's fine it's important we went on some routes no it's okay yeah okay we'll see you guys in a few minutes bye hey guys so it is time for our segment of our testimonies and you all, y'all, I think you are and y'all at the same time, but I'm going to be interviewing Juliet on her testimony, so we don't really need to hear any, like, facts about you, no. since you kind of help around this podcast, so do you want to just jump right into your... I guess so, so this actually starts yeah. back a while ago, but I feel like Sorry, I made her go first. I was like, I want to help. We don't have any notes. Yeah. So if I we're made out- her go first. I said, I want to help new, newer Christians. Grow yeah. Since she's yeah. a newer Christian, I'll let her do it. But. Yeah. So if we're all over the place, that's why. So like, forgive us. Um. So mine actually starts back in um first grade. So this is kind of like life before Oh, life before. Life before. before Well, no, because this is what really got me thinking. So in first grade, I had appendicitis and I had a 50-50 chance of living. So I was in the hospital for a while. It was right before Christmas. We got home on Christmas Eve and I was only seven, but it had like got me thinking about like God was obviously with my family during that time and like people from our church came in and like prayed with me and stuff right before the surgery so this was your old church yes um but I after that my anxiety got so 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 bad I wouldn't call it PTSD but I like I was traumatized from that obviously that's traumatic as a little child so that got me thinking, and then we're going to fast forward to 2020. Wonderful, wonderful year. So already with quarantine, that kind of was like a pivotal moment, like one of those why God, like when you don't really, like you know he's not making it happen, but you're like, why us? Why did this happen to us? And I was like, no. Because he doesn't make bad things happen. It's the consequence for our sin. So fast forward to my cousin's birthday, which we interviewed earlier. 
or which who we interviewed earlier. And so my Nana had died and we went to her funeral the next day and we were kind of just like, I was thinking, I was like, I want to see my Nana again. She was a devoted Christian and I was kind of just like, got me thinking. Like, I don't really have any way to explain it. Like, I just started thinking about it, like, really, really hard. And so Lily got baptized. And then throughout that, my, like, after that, my anxiety started to get worse and come back. It was mostly from, like, first grade to fourth grade. Fifth and sixth sixth grade sort of were fine. And then end of sixth, like, middle end of sixth grade, and then into seventh grade, it just started to, like, come back, so that was rough, and that also, like, I was, like, I don't have God with me right now to, like, help me through this. I don't have someone to, like, that I can have support as, so me and my parents have had been, like, talking about it for a while, And it was really just me, like, like, nervous. I was like, well, what if I don't actually believe this? And then what if I I thought it was not okay to have doubts at times. So I was like, what if I don't believe this? What if I don't, what if I don't know this? What if I don't know that? And it was just like, you don't have to know everything. You have to know that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. And you're going to accept him as your savior and you're going to make a promise to him and you're going to get dunked in the water and be saved. I was like, okay. And that was late 2021. So I just turned 13. And so May comes around, I guess like going into 2021 um, or 2022, sorry. um, I'd gone to a fall retreat at our camp and we were talking about a lot of stuff there and then the winter retreat I went to and we were talking about being unmasked and not being afraid to show our real selves to the world and so fast forward to May my anxiety was so pretty bad and it was just rough like school was still going on we had state testing and that's always really really stressful so Easter wraps around, and a couple days after that, my brother's like, I want to get baptized on my birthday. So, of course, we're like, oh, cool. So, his birthday is in May, and he gets baptized on his birthday. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. And it got me thinking more, I'm going to be honest. And then the next Tuesday, my cousin Cooper had gotten baptized, And at that point, I'd already known that I wanted to get baptized on that Friday, but I didn't want to, like, rain on my cousin's parade. So I was kind of like, uh, I don't know what I should tell him because I didn't want my parents to think that I was, like, I want to get baptized because my older cousin has and then my younger brother and my younger cousin has. So I'm feeling pressured because I'm older than them. So I have to get baptized now. And I talked to Sammy about it too before I even like talked to them. I was like, I don't know how to, because they're always like, don't be pressured by this. Like, it's okay. Like, 
So I brought it up to you and I forget what I said exactly, but you're like, they're not going to think that. So Cooper gets baptized, we get ice cream. It's really yummy. (laughs) And I go home that night and my dad is like, so with Cooper and Levi getting baptized, like, have you been thinking about it more? And I told him and he was like, cool, but you're not feeling pressured, right? I was like, no, I'm not. I've wanted to like be baptized since Friday, but I didn't want to like rain on Cooper's parade and I didn't want to make it seem like I was kind of like, well, I have to get baptized before him because he's younger than me, which is not how it works. So the next day, that Wednesday, I had gotten baptized and I had my youth group there and I had some friends and family there. It was just really nice and like it's only been a couple months after but my anxiety is still there but it's kind of like more peace I guess like knowing that I have someone and just like peaceful overall like I don't know how else to describe it like yeah there's still definitely difficult times um but I don't want to say it makes it easier with God being there, but it does. Like, it helps to know that you have a, um, words, you have a consistent thing in your life that's never going to change. Like, his love is never going to change for you, ever. So that kind of just, again, peace. That's like the main way I can put it. So do you mind if I ask you some questions? Yeah. So first of all, what do you think like kind of like made the like you can feel free to ask me questions too mm-hmm. once I do mind. I just want to know what do you think made the light switch go off? Cause like, you know, being raised in a Christian church and like with Christian with your parents being Christians. Both like, my your, grandparents your my... whole life like growing uh-huh. up and like you know, many of your friends are Christians mm-hmm. as well. So I think I always knew that, like, it was a decision that I needed to make, obviously. But I feel with, a, like, a lot of stuff that I just dealt with early on, it kind of made me, like, doubt a lot. I'm like, if all of this is happening to me, is there a God? Which I feel like subconsciously I knew there was, but I was just, I was a scared child, I was scared that the bad things that had happened to me were going to happen again. And then once my Nana died, I think that was kind of just like, it's life. I need God in my life. Mm-hmm. And I still I think it took me, it did take me a couple of years to realize that I really needed that. But yeah. Um, another thing that like, I hope you're watching this, mm-hmm. but I think it was maybe April. I want to say mm-hmm. March when I had I asked you about um, mm-hmm. becoming saved and you told me that you had some like anxiety and stuff to deal with can you like what like changed with that I think a lot of I'm gonna be honest a lot of my anxiety kind of pushed me to like yeah. be like, like yeah I need you should like i you know, obviously Julia rises this now, but like you should never say like I have too many issues to, to deal become, with to become a Christian because mm-hmm. that's not true. 
God will take you from where you are. Right, and I think that was something that I kind of, like, had a hard time realizing because especially in March and April, it was just, like, so bad. Like, there was a week where I think I got a total of eight hours of sleep, like, still going to school and stuff. So I think I didn't realize that, like, again, I think it was all a sub, like, I subconsciously knew that, like, he was still going to take me. Like, he was going to accept me once I accepted him. But I think worldly things kind of, I'm going to be honest, worldly things took over. And I don't want to use my anxiety as an excuse, but it was just like nothing else was occupying my mind at that time. But school and just like intrusive thoughts, that was it. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It was hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, being on the other side of that, like, I think it's really, like, I can't imagine, you know, like, all the different stuff that you went through. But, like, being on the other side of that and seeing you go through that without God, I think, mm-hmm. is really something scary. Just because, like, you don't know what to tell the person. Mm-hmm. Because it's partly, like, you want to tell them to turn to God, but they're not a Christian, so they don't have God. Right. And it's really hard when your friends grow up in Christian homes because they they kind of, like, I hate to say this, but many Christians, like kids, teenagers especially, think that since they have a, or in a Christian home and they go to a Christian church, God is with them, even though, like, like, they have a relationship with God, even though they haven't made the decision to have a relationship with God. They just assume because their parents have that they do as well. And I think it's really tough then because... Which they... I will say, when I was, like, kindergarten, first, second grade, it was a lot like that. But then, like I said, with, like, the anxiety, that was, like, all that was occupying my mind. So, it was kind of, like, I knew that my parents' faith was not my own. Yeah. Yeah, but I just think it's, like, tough because, I don't know, like, just, that's just how kids grow up, and then you don't know what to tell them, because Mm -hmm. you're, like, I want to tell them something encouraging, but at the same time, I don't want to make it look like it's, like, all on your own, Mm -hmm. or, like, you already are a Christian, when you can, you can tell they're not a Christian. Right. Like, there's no fruit there Uh at all, so. And it was a lot of stuff that my parents and I were working through, too, so even some of the stuff you were telling me, it was, like, yeah, I've heard this before from everyone, and it got tiring just, like, hearing the same thing over and over and over again from, like, my parents telling me, friends telling me, and I was like, I know, I know, I know, again, a subconscious thing, like, I know, 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 (laughs) like, it was kind of like that, so it was a journey (laughs) for sure, but So, wait, oh, yeah. Do you want to, do you have any advice for, like, either new Christians? Um, like, you're pretty much a new Christian. You've been a Christian for, what? Two and a half months. Two and a half months. So and I will be honest, I've, it's amazing. Like, yes, times are still difficult, but, again, the peace. I think for I newer think... Christians and people that are thinking about becoming a Christian, I think a common misconception is that once you have God in, God in your life, times won't be hard anymore. 
nothing's gonna go wrong or if something does go wrong you're just gonna be like optimist about it like that's not how it works and I would just say don't keep something like it was for me like mentally don't let any mental things or even physical things if you know truly in your heart that you want to have a relationship with God and you know that he is our father and that Jesus is his son and that you want to accept him as your savior and have a relationship with him for the rest of your life don't keep any of don't keep any worldly things from letting you make that decision because that's what kind of happened with me more mentally than like physical worldly things but yeah that's my advice because a lot of it comes like a lot of my testimony comes from like mental perspective and stuff so for anyone who's struggling with that that's my advice all right guys so it is sammy's turn now and again we don't really need any facts since you help run the podcast yes. so i guess just go in. go in i feel weird just going <laughs> in okay here i go okay so i was also raised in a christian home and i've gone to the same church all of my life Yep. So I have been raised among some great Christian influences, and I think I've taken that for granted for like much of my life, realizing like how great influences I've had around me. But um, I remember my brother got baptized. I, my my story is going to be way more choppy than Juliet's, to be honest. And I don't have as much to tell, but that's okay. Any story is a good story, right? So... <laughs> My brother got baptized way before me, like, it was probably, like, a year, maybe six months. I don't know, it seemed like a long time, and he was only seven, I want to say, or eight, but it wasn't, like, our parents never pushed it on us. They always were, like, it has to be your decision, you know, can't be ours. My mom grew up Catholic, so she was, like, really, you know, making sure to push this into us because she didn't grow up with, you know, learning any of this, so she always was, of course, teaching us that. And of course, my dad was too. But um, so my brother came to my parents one day and told them that he wanted to get baptized. I remember he got baptized and stuff. And I know I'll never forget walking up my grandparents' steps um, into the kitchen, and they go, "Congratulations, Micah, but shouldn't you wait for your sister?" And of course, my grandparents are not Christians, so they don't really understand that. But obviously you should never wait that is so idiotic i like i hate to say that that's a mistake i made so that's a big mistake because like i hate i don't want to scare anyone or anything but like jesus could come back in the next you could die and i hate to say that but like it could all end is what i'm gonna say we're never guaranteed tomorrow you never are so that looking back on that like i'm terrified for my past self sometimes like looking back on that so my brother, of course, got baptized. He did not listen to that advice. My mom was like, well, my brother was as well. Like, no, that's not how that works. And, you know, in my own time, I would come. Like, you can make the decision for yourself. So my brother, I think, got baptized in June. I think it was actually during VBS, which, like, I don't, VBS, I don't know if I had anything to do with it or not. He's never told me. I don't know if he even remembers exact thought process, but... My brother is definitely a Christian. He wasn't like a young child or anything. I definitely see that. But um, 
I want to say I got baptized in January. This was 2019. And so my brother was actually nine. Or no, he was eight. He got baptized when he was seven. I'm sorry. All the adding was a little tough there. But I would have been, in 2019, I was 11. 11. So Well, you were still 10 if you got baptized in, in January. January. I was still 10. Um, so I remember, like, I... I, this is so embarrassing. I've never told anyone this, but except for my mom and my dad, they know this, obviously. I don't even think my brother remembers this. So I went to the drive-in. You're probably like, why are we talking about the drive-in? <laughs> okay. now? Like, when... So I went to the drive-in to see the movie Inside Out. That movie messed me up oh mentally. Oh my goodness. Y'all. I had so many issues after seeing that movie. Like, I don't even know. I did too. I had so many mental issues. I had anxiety about everything. I was having, like, that worst of my anxiety. I, was like, I remember drawing a picture and I was like, Mom. And I was like, super dark. Like, it was like a dark picture. And I was like, we're throwing this away. And I just don't even know what was going on in my head. Like, I wish I could go back to that time. Like, not go back to it, but, like, have a overhead view of it. To, like, realize, really think about what was going on. I'll never forget telling my dad, I love going to church, but, like, something's telling me I don't love going to church. And I was like, am I not so cool? Then why would you not, like, you love going to church? You just, that. and I was like, I wish it was that easy, Dad. But, like, I don't. <laughs> I just remember that. It sounds like, is it a dream? But, like, I know it wasn't a dream because it was so long. And my mom doesn't even let me watch Inside Out now. And I'm 14 years old, guys. Okay? Like, Inside Out is messed up. Okay? That's a terrible movie. I'm sorry if you like it. It's not good. It makes me cry. I mean, it's pretty much saying that the girl's emotions are controlling her. And they can control you when your emotions are indicators but they're not dictators and i think that was what i was doing I was like my emotions just go every which way wherever the wind which was. doesn't help that you were like going into teen I was like 10 11, 10, 11. Yeah, so, so you're going like, to like yeah and of course well this is before this is a little before covid thank goodness but um something normal but i remember getting out of that period and i just like woke up one day and i was like I wonder what would, like, what happens, like, whenever we all, like, if I die. Like, I mean, like, that's not, like, that's a thought. Like, that's a real thought. And I know that sounds so dark, but, like, you kind of got to think about that. Like, where am I going? And I remember thinking, wow, like, that's terrifying, thinking that if Jesus came back, that's, like, the nicer way to say it. If Jesus came back, if I go back to Jesus, um... (laughs) where am I going? And I mean, I was like, wow, it's not going to be heaven because I'm not a Christian. Like my family is and stuff. So I told my parents I wanted to do more Christian stuff and then I got baptized. And something I really regret is not getting baptized in front of our church. And like, I know that everyone has to make their own personal decision, but I got baptized in front of like, I think I had like my best friend at the time and her family my grandparents, I think my great-grandparents had to come for some reason. Um, and, of course, my parents were there. And that was it. And it was just, like, I kind of regret that because I think that can be so powerful for so many other people to see that. But it's okay. I mean, that's just how it goes, I guess. But, yeah, so I was, got baptized then in January of 2019. And, yeah. 
I would, I, it's not over though. I really, my story's not over, folks. I feel like if I have, I'm jumping ahead to my biggest piece of advice because I can't think it kind of goes mm. in. I think my biggest piece of advice is that like, sometimes you're going to be like, wow, why don't I feel as close to God today as I did yesterday? Because sometimes you're going to be in the middle of reading your Bible and you're like, wow, I feel so, I feel God with me right now. And you know exactly what he wants you to do with your life and you can feel him using you and you're like, wow, like this is just so powerful. I know exactly what you're going to do with my life. And other times you're like, wow, I feel nothing. Like what on earth do you want me to do? I feel useless. Why am I even like doing what I'm doing? Why do you have me here? And I think it's just hills and valleys and our relationship with God, like we're, God's not changing, we're changing. So our relationship's going to change. Obviously he's always there for us, but. He's the constant. It's, yeah, it's us that's going to waver. And unfortunately, so I think another thing is that like God always does have a plan. I know, like, I probably talk about this way too much. Everyone's like, we're sick of you using this as a teaching point, Sammy. But, like, we're going to do it anyways. So I think with, like, Lyme's disease and stuff and having that, I've just really been able to see, like, what God really has in store. Because, like, none of that made sense to me. Like, why on earth would I have to get that and go through that? And, like, it wasn't the hardest thing on earth to go through. Short cancer is terrible to go through. I don't want to compare myself to that or anything. But, like, that's a trial. I wasn't just sitting in my bed all the time and going through normal, like, you know, there was other stuff that had to go on. So, like, instead of mental health issues, like Juliet talked about, was, like, physical health issues. And I think that really helped grow my relationship with God. So that's another thing I have to say is, I think in the hard times, that's when your relationship with God can really grow because you really want to be like, why would on earth would you ever do this to me? I've said why on earth so many times now, but why would you do this to me, God? But then you're like, he has a plan. Why would I, who can see this little tiny one sheet, say, I know better. I know you can see everything that goes on in the past, present, future, but like, I know better in my little sheet, on my little street, in my little town. Why would you ever say that? So, but we do it. I mean, we're all guilty of it. So, yeah. yeah. So, I have a couple questions yeah. for you. You were saying earlier, and I failed to mention this in mine, but how you were raised in a Christian home. Um, do you and how you took it for granted? Do you still think that you sometimes take that for granted? I think I do. I, I mean, I. I don't know how many people are guilty of this, but I know I am. My mom's like, we're gonna do a Bible study together. but like really bible studies with your family is going to prepare you for like bible studies at church and just you can really grow from that yeah and i guess sometimes it's like but i've done some of the best bible studies ever with my family because they're not good usually we do ones that are geared for adults so they're not the same ones we're doing it like youth group where sometimes it's like okay like we kind of know the lesson like i've learned some really powerful things with my family and i mean your parents if they're christians are going to have some amazing insight that you don't have. I know that we think we know it all. I've been guilty of that as well. Like, I know. I think we all have. But your parents know way more, and your pastors know way more. There's always going to be someone who knows more than you. So don't ever think that's, like, you're good. You don't need to hear anyone else's views about, like, a certain topic Mm -hmm. in the Bible or on like anything like you're good you know it all 
you know, which yeah. we're all guilty of if it happens. But. And I guess you were saying how Inside Out messed you up with your mental health and stuff. Um, I hate to call it out by name, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with your brother getting baptized before you, which happened to both of us, actually, was there anything mentally that kind of changed in your mind when that happened? Like, did you start to feel like, oh, maybe this is a decision I need to make? Or was there like a, why am I not at this point? Yeah, I think it was kind of like, why am I not at this point? I thought that like, one day I'm going to be like, yes, like, I'm going to feel, I don't know what I thought my brother felt like, but I thought it was one day, like, God, like, God was going to speak to me, come down like, from you the felt, heavens. Like, convicted like to... God does speak to us, but, like, I, like, physically come down, and be like, Sam, you must become a Christian, you must be baptized, like, I don't know what I was imagining, but that, like, That's... I don't know, it was way more subtle than I imagined it, like, I think you just realize one day, like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just stumbling around. Like, that's another thing I have is, like, don't hold on to these earthly possessions. And I don't mean, like, grabbing onto your water like, bottle. Like, oh, my goodness, like, my water bottle. Because, like, we all don't do. Like, that's – you probably aren't doing that. But I'm saying don't make earthly things more important than God because, like, that's just make, making it being cool with your friends. Whenever you're dead and gone – your friends are also going to be dead and gone. No one's going to remember. Human, um, like, appreciation and approval is so short-lived while God's approval is eternal. So holding on to these earthly things is literally, like, saying, I have a dollar bill here. I can either, like, crumple it up and throw it away for a cool trick shot, or I can keep it and save it. What would you do? Would you crumble it up and throw it away for a cool trick shot? It's going to be done and gone in like three seconds and everyone's going to forget about it. Or would you keep it? I came up with that on the spot, by the way. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> keep it, please. Because if you save it, you will eventually reap the reward, yeah. which is heaven. So, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So that's my testimony, guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed, enjoyed this. this. I guess mine will be the last one. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we would love to hear your testimonies. If you guys send in more, like if you guys you could like, do like a bonus episode. Yeah, if you guys DM us your testimonies, we would be thrilled to read them. And just maybe if you guys ever want us to do like a Christian young Christian advice for like new Christians or something like that, kind of get it from two different perspectives, perspectives. like newer and three months and like four years or something like that so you know you get some different advice on that and stuff so yeah make sure to follow us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify wherever you podcast we We podcast um also follow us at just being honest podcast on pinterest check out our website links in the description and if you guys ever want to send us those testimonies or just say hi ask us any questions you can email us at bfbooks 21 at gmail.com. So yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.